When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a D&D podcast where there are no small roles and splitting the party is always a good idea. <laughs> always. It's a great plan. Every time. Oh. Well. <laughs> yeah. Every time. I'm David Knight, your dungeon master, and I'm joined by half of my players heading this way and half of them heading that way. So say hi, everyone. Left. Hi. <laughs> I mean, it's all down to Juno just being like, nope, I'm going this way. It's not me, it's Juno. I can't help what she does. I have no control over her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how D&D works. No choice too bold. Is everyone uh, ready to end this? Oh, oh my gosh. What? The end. Are you going oh to end God. this? What? Well, not you. Hopefully, just this whole situation. Hopefully not. Uh, okay. We can never be uh, sure yeah. anymore, baby David, after last time. Well, I know. Well, let's cue the theme tune. Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice Seize your sheets and d20 Let's play D&D You'll have your character swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must, but even best laid plans Take a turn when checks are missed Roll initiative Brandish your blades Racing back to Tillisham, you pass the northern side of the shrouded chapel where you met Reverend Noeth Ritollin, who was sanctifying the cemetery against undead after some bodies had gone missing. <laughs> Juno confirmed with a pair of ravens that the bodies had been taken, and you all surmised that the Vondel's housekeeper, Dahlia, was the culprit. So heading to the Vondel estate, 
You found a crowd with pitchforks and torches and learned from Iris and Jenny that the townsfolk were angrily aware of the thieving, kidnapping and attempted murder that the Vondells had been committing with the help of the captain of the guard. After tying Bessie up beside the shrouded chapel, you snuck into the estate over your favourite wall but found the place cleared out, with all of the possessions of the family assumedly moved down beneath the folly. Whilst looking around Trimp's room, Gwendolyn spotted movement in the trees of the Lockholt Wood and a burst of arcane energy outside the Hunter's Lodge. Juna quickly messaged Iris, warning him to move the crowd into the guardhouse and to safety. Then you all ran downstairs to see Dahlia escaping her undead family. Her attempt to resurrect them had failed, but you all sprung to action to rescue her. With a little suggestion from Gaius, Dahlia passed you the key to the homeward door. Orin scooped up Crow's Book of Necromancy, and using the key, you passed through into the storage room of the bunker. Unsure whether Dahlia was still under Gaius' influence, you sent her onward, hoping she would distract anyone in your path. At a sign of freedom, however, she bolted, with Gwendolyn and Ankidu in pursuit. Hoping to secure a plan B, Juna ran in the opposite direction. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's what Juna was doing. With Orin close behind. But you found yourselves uh, stuck in a corridor with Juzana and Oskin to one side and Trimped riding his stallion in an underground open field to the other. Enkidu took a gamble and teleported to catch Dahlia. And as he grappled hold of her, she let out a scream. And that's where we're at. So, Enkidu, you are grabbing at Dahlia. Can you make a strength check? It's a 12. That's good. She only got a 2. So you managed to grab hold of her as you misty step out, like swirling mist around you. You appear next to her, bear hug her, and she's screaming. Gwendolyn, you're the other end of the little uh, wine cellar brewery room. I used a key point to step of the wind to get over there. Basically, as as quickly as it takes uh, Enkidu to teleport, you've like rushed across the room and are there as well. What are you two doing? I am trying to clasp my hand over her mouth to stop her from screaming. Cool. Um, I'm reaching into my Dungeoneer's pack to find some rope. Gwendolyn, can you make a strength check as well, but with advantage? Uh, that's just a 15. A 15. I mean, just a 15. Just 15 a 15. 15 is really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah no. And especially yeah. if you sell like... it in a really positive way, then David will make you get whatever you want. Uh, sorry, but this NPC stat says 32. So. <laughs> yeah, no, um, even though she's like thrashing about a little bit, you just manage to grab her head and like cover her mouth. So the screaming is mostly muffled. Enkidu, yeah, as you're sort of like with one arm around her, like your other arm is like trying to rummage through your bag to find some rope. Uh, and you do pull some out. Shh. Shh, Dahlia, don't, don't. We're trying to help. Do you think we gave you a, a second bloody chance? <laughs> no, 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 no. Time for talking's done. <laughs> Gwendolyn lets a little bit of her mouth free to listen. She screams again. <laughs> okay, okay, she covers it again. She covers it again. I'm going to take one of my knives. I'm going to cut off some fab- fabric from her. Is she wearing a jacket or something? Yeah, she's actually in like dressed down housekeeper clothes. So she's got a fairly posh shirt on. She's in trousers. I'm going to take a, a length from her sleeve. Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, turn it into like a gag and, and stuff her mouth and mm-hmm. tie it around the back of her neck. Yeah. Make her... And I'm helping like keep her pinned down the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between the two of you, yeah. Like if you put her down onto the floor, it's going to be much easier to yeah achieve that. Yeah. Gwendolyn's basically sat on top of her whilst Enkidu, you, you strip her sleeve gag it into, uh, into her mouth. Can we hear any noises coming? Can we hear the sound of footsteps running towards us? Yeah, make a quick perception check. 15. <laughs> um, you have a brief moment to listen because she'd actually reached the, uh, the door at the other end of the brewery. From the other side, you can almost hear like a piece of machinery moving, but nothing else. Is the door open or closed? Closed still. I'm going to cast Mage Hand. 
Is it close or far? Oh, you're basically right next to it. You could reach it. All right, cool. I'm going to open it. Just a crack with my devil's sight if it's dark. I'm going to see if I can see beyond it. Uh, no, there's a light on inside. Like I say, the door's not locked or anything, so you do. You sort of push it open a little bit. Light from the workshop. You, you get the smell of, like, sawdust and things come through from the room. And the, the noise of uh, the machinery, it sounds a little bit louder. It almost sounds like um, like a grinding stone. Hopefully the sound of this workshop has drowned you out, Dahlia. Dahlia, you have to be quiet. We won't hurt you as long as you... As long as you keep quiet. I'm not, fall, I'm not falling that for that again. I'm not falling for that again. Uh, Enkidu, what are we going to do with her? We need to put her somewhere where she won't get hurt, but also where she's not going to be trouble to us. Um, I'm going to look around and find the corner. Like, right, Put her over there and just move some barrels in front of her so it's not immediately obvious to whoever enters the room. I'm really sorry about this, Dahlia. I, I honestly, I didn't want to have to do this. I thought you were helping us. Obviously, I don't think the same. Fuck you very much. I'll take my bow and arrows back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can we at least try and be civil whilst we tie up this lady? No, we've already tackled her to the ground and stuffed the gag in her mouth. That, that's Still have some sort of respect for each other. She's going to get us killed the nicer we are to her. Oh we gave God. her a chance, she blew it. Let's move on and get this over with. Well, I sometimes think that people need more chances than just one, but okay, let's put her in the corner. She's going to get us... Oh, she just, just just, you're doing it, you're doing it, you're doing it. Okay, let's go. Okay, let's put her in the corner. Let's, um, okay, uh, and, and like Gwendolyn tries to find like the softest like thing to like kind of put Dahlia on it, mm. um, make sure. I'm very sorry about this, Dahlia, but I'm just going to pad you down just to check if you've got any magical items or any sharp objects. So I'm going to pad her down and yeah. te- confiscate anything that would not be useful. So sure. So um, yeah, you can move around well, right to a corner. There's useful um, to her, but yeah, there's it's quite a lot of like bags of um, like yeast and wheat and stuff ready for brewing. So you do like manage to like lay some of those down, put her on top of it, move some barrels about so she's hidden. Um, can you make a quick investigation check to like search her pockets? Mm-hmm. Gwen and Enkidu doing this is one of my favourite things that has ever happened. I feel like I've fallen into like a sitcom or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, brilliant. That's a six for investigation. A six? No, she doesn't have anything on her. <laughs> you get the impression that like, obviously because she had the key and the book, mm-hmm. like she'd essentially just stepped out of the bunker to just to do that and then like come back. So she didn't take anything else with her. I hope you'll be comfortable, even though you'd you probably don't deserve to be comfortable. <laughs> Let, where have the others gone? So whilst uh, that's all happening there, Juna and Orin, <laughs> you've walked out into a corridor, trimped on a, on his horse in a field to your left, Jazana and Oskin in a sitting room to your right. Gaius, you're back in the in the storeroom, so you can just see roughly that they've gone through that way as well. Oh, God. God. So yeah, Juno, Orin, what are you doing? I am going to start. I'm not taking any chances, and I'm going to cast Charm Person on Trimped. Oh, what does he have to? What, what uh, wisdom he? saving throw, please. Oh well, well. natural one. <gasps> yes! Oh, <laughs> I knew that was going to go like really high or really low, and I we was really that. scared. Like seeing you both, uh, he starts galloping towards you. And with him, like, charging towards you, Jizana and Os- like Jizana grabs Oscar and starts running through another door, uh, just out of your view. But then, Juna, you start casting Charm Person. How does that look? She's going to try and be subtle, but she can't be completely subtle. So I think it's going to be, like, whirling of her staff above her head and putting it down on the floor, which she's kind of, like, trying to pass off as a bit of a, like, hey, trimped wave. (laughs) 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 Yeah. <laughs> As you like, so do that. He sort of like pulls back on the reins quite a lot, so that by the time he's like reached you, it's just like a gentle trot over, and he stops and he's like, 
Didn't expect to see you here. It's all kicking off outside, isn't it, Trent? Thank goodness you guys had us in here, isn't it? I am so grateful. It's very kind of you, Trent. Oh, I didn't think you were on the the guest list, so to speak. Yeah, well, we're here. (laughs) How else would we have got in, Trent? (laughs) I mean, I don't know, Juno. If you could tell me, that would be wonderful. Well, they just let Dahlia let us in. She said we were on the list, yeah. Oh, which she probably shouldn't have done, but oh well. Oh well. (laughs) Um, Now, now, Trent. (laughs) I haven't planned past here. Where have Oskin and Josiana gone? Can we see them? Yeah, so I have a question about that. I believe Gwen mentioned to us something about an alarm stone in the sitting room. Mm -hmm. And they are in the sitting room. So the moment that we've come in, Oskin would. uh, Oskin. That's not my name. Orin would like to be trying to suss if they've got that or what's going on. And the answer to that is yes, they have activated the alarm because as you're sort of like edging down towards that way, suddenly all of the lights throughout the entire bunker turn red. Cool. Great. That's Didn't need to roll for that. Excellent. Uh. <laughs> now trimmed. <laughs> oh, I think we've got some intruders, Juna. I think we have as well. Maybe. maybe. We should help you. Well, it's probably you. Is it not you? No. Oh. Of course it's not us. Well, like I say, you weren't necessarily on. And if Jazana uh, if there's gone and activated the alarm, that's probably at seeing you two. If I'm being honest with you, I don't think Jazana ever took a liking to me because this is not the first time that she's been been a bit funny with me. Let's be honest, Juna. <laughs> you did give her a, fa- a fake name, didn't you? I do that all the time. You well, don't know. Juna is my real name anyway. <laughs> that's a very good point. Just one of my quirks. Just one of my quirks, Trimped. We all have things that we're not so proud of, don't we? And then she wags her finger at Trimped and casts mm-hmm. message <laughs> to say, I know about your pornography, young man. <laughs> oh my God. A, a little bit embarrassed. to shame him with. You won't with the <laughs> yeah, porn. Absolutely. Now, now, Trimped, if you could be so kind, what is very important, especially if there's intruders, hmm. I think I know who the intruder is. I think it might be someone called Crow. You see, do you know who Cal hmm. is? No, who's that? He is a funny old man. When I say old, I mean very, very, very old. And he basically wants to get hold of that table of yours and cause all sorts of destruction. And I think it's very important that he doesn't do that. So what I'm going to need you to do, Trimpt, is uh, take us to the table so that we can um, deal with it. Oh, I certainly can. Um, I'm not sure... Mother would be all that pleased with you toying with it, but uh, if you're just here to make sure it's safe... Absolutely. I'm sure that she'll be able to uh, understand that. Thank you very much. Do you mind if I uh, hop on? Oh, uh, Thaddeus won't come through. This is... All right, all right. (laughs) Not in the corridors, Tuna, come on. (laughs) (laughs) And he sort of... Yeah, he sort of... He he dismounts, whacks Thaddeus on, on, on the rear, and he goes galloping off back onto the field. As you're sort of stood looking across the field, yeah, you can see like a goat pen. There's a couple of sheds. There's a stables. It's like it's really well kept out here. It's quite, quite expansive. It's very nice, Trent. You've done a oh, very yeah. good job. They've done a wonderful job, haven't they? Who, who was it who, who did this? Was it you? Was it your mother or? Oh, no, the, uh, the Rose, the Roses, uh, the Rose family. They, uh, well, and their, their mage uh, largely is, is the one that's kept it looking 
So realistic. That's quite nice, isn't it? Eric is well skilled. <laughs> Gwen's not even in this. Scene, <laughs> right? no, just, this is just Grace going. Oh, yeah. Wow, there's stuff I didn't know about people in my backstory. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, he is he is good, Eric. I uh, I actually know him myself. Oh, you do. Oh. I do. I met him in Splinter Falls. Yes. Oh, yeah. I've never been to Splinter Falls. It's very nice. I'll tell you all about it. Uh, yes, at yes, the oh, other yes, end of this. Yeah. Yes, of course, of course. Yes, uh, and he sort of yeah starts walking through. Or in you coming? Oh, yeah, are we going through the sitting room? Um, I would like to have been keeping an eye on the sitting room door to make sure that no one is emerging from it at any point. Yeah. The uh, the sitting room itself, it's like the, the corridor opens out into the sitting room. So it's more of like a... Okay. There's a doorway through, but not an actual door. Okay. But they went through a door, didn't they? The yeah, they ran through a side door. So okay. Yes. So like as you sort of edge into the sitting room, it's a very plush place. There's a few sofas. There's a little fireplace. Uh, and yeah, there's uh, two doors that exit it, both to your right. You know which one they've gone through because uh, it's still slightly swinging. Uh, but Trimp's sort of like walking along. You, should we should we get the others before we uh, carry on? Any That's further? a very good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Should we go this way, Trimpt? Oh yes. Uh, well, the the, uh, the table's just uh, in Mother's arcane study, so it's just through the corridor here, and uh, I'll lead you the rest of the way. Uh, yeah, is, absolutely. That's, I the, just... that's the way everyone else is. That's where we just come in. Yeah. This is Vicky asking it. So um, essentially, he's leading you not back into the storeroom, but like back through the sitting room into one of the doors no just the oh. the, the main corridor leads right the way through the sitting room ah. but the sitting room has two doors itself that lead off and they went through one of those doors yeah but he's pointing us in the direction of a corridor yes Juno should we just pop back and get the others or, or should I go and get the others and you stay here and you can have a chat about yeah Trestle Falls or Trestle Falls what What's he like, Trimpt? We'll have a chat about Splinter Falls. You come back in a second, Orin. Okay, 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 don't, Juna. I mean this. Don't go running off, okay? (laughs) And and Juna wags her finger at him and casts messages and says, hurry the (laughs) fuck along. (laughs) Orin runs down the corridor back towards the other. Gaius, what have you been doing? (laughs) I've been been constantly like back and forth, back and forth, cringing into a tiny little ball, back and forth, back and forth, cringing into another tiny little ball. (laughs) And then I've decided to like impulse, just run as far as I can to my left, as fast as I can. And then I just like smash straight into Orin. Go and keep Juna company. I'm going to get the others. Keep Juna company. What the hell's going on? What are we going to (laughs) do? I don't know. Trimp seems to be acting really, really like, I don't know how she's done it but like Trimp seems totally on board um, wait, d- wait Trimp's so, on our side wait. yes Trimp seems to be on our side now okay okay, uh, so fine. Don't, okay. don't do anything to him I don't know uh, he's helping us okay and Oscan Oscan and Jazana are, are through there and they've gone through a door they've activated an alarm stone, so all these lights have gone off and now uh, I think everyone knows we're here and uh, that's not good we need to book it for that table then okay I'll go to Juna you go get okay. the guys yeah, yeah 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 yeah. I'll get the others I'll get okay, the others okay. no, you, you go left I'll go right no no what? Your other right. Life. No, I'm right. No, okay. Like, like, just, just move. And he just like pushes Aura to one side. After you. <laughs> run, 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 run. <laughs> cool. Like Gaius goes running through, finding uh, Juno and Trip having a very casual conversation in a sitting room. Orin, you go charging through the storeroom, through the uh, the other door, the the door at the other end of that, into the wine cellar brewery thing to find. Gwendolyn and Enkidu, like, moving the last barrel. I just think she be more comfortable with an extra thing here. Just I maybe, think like... she'd be more comfortable with a knife between her. No, what you are not you two putting a okay. knife through her. Oh, right. Oh, no. You two Orin. need to come with me right now. She seems fine. Leave her. Come on. Okay. 
Wait, but she was she was heading in this direction, and I pointed towards the direction she was running to, and was screaming for help. So I assume somebody's coming for us from this direction. I think someone knows we're here anyway. Look at the lights, and I'll point yeah, up the lights. I assume they've they all gone red be... everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll follow you, Warren. Uh, uh, this way, this way, this way, this way. Trip's going to take us to the table. He, he's, do, he's on board. What? He's on board. Do, he's what? Do, okay, fine. Go. I trust you. Go. Run back. So yeah, Trimpt is uh, as you sort of make your way into the sitting room. Trimpt is like, uh, well, yes, I just see the the large waterfalls there are said to be, and there are floating. Oh, uh, it islands is above remarkable. It. The things you can do in Splinterfalls, you should definitely at some point in your life go there. Oh well, yes, I would love to. Well, you know, if it weren't for the end of the world and everything. Julia, what the hell is going on? Uh, what? What is? Oh, what? Trimpt, look who it is! It's Gwen. Oh, hello, guys. Oh, hello, Gwen. <laughs> hello, Enkidu. Hello. Oh, oh, Trim, don't be coy. Give her a little cuddle. Give I little don't cuddle. think there's time for that with all yes, the lights could going we, on. Could we end you know. um, the end of the world, please? Could we stop that from happening? Uh, well, yeah, yes. If you could take us to the table now, that would be amazing. To protect it, of course, yes. To protect, to protect it. it. Yes. 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 yes, Yeah, we're all about protect the protection it. of the table and whatnot. Yes, okay. Gwendolyn um, is gripping onto her spear very yeah, tightly. Yeah, yeah, gripping the long sword, <laughs> long sword even tighter. <laughs> He's, he leads you down uh, a corridor sort of winding a little bit and then takes a left to another long corridor and this one actually Gwendolyn you half recognise this is almost like the uh, the entrance corridor but like halfway down it ah uh, okay so from the dragon entrance stone dragon entrance yeah okay she clocks that in her memory just in case we need to exit past the dragon we can't stop <laughs> yeah <laughs> As you uh, are passing one of the side doors, however, Gwendolyn, can you make a strength saving throw, please? Oh my gosh. It's a natural one. Oh no! Oh god. Oh no! Uh, Out of one of the side doors comes. Throwing that dice in the bin! (laughs) Comes a barreling Atrella who (gasps) tackles Gwendolyn to the the ground, shouting, (laughs) You man stealing fuck! I just starts like wailing away at her. Every single punch is missing from this. Oh my this gosh! Poor girl, I but... turn and like sidekick her. What the hell? Like, out of surprise, like bang! Make an attack roll. <laughs> Classic Enkidu. <laughs> That's a three. It's a three. Oh, no, so no. she sees you coming, like like rolls out of the way, pulls out a little dagger in as well. It's like I'm gonna fucking kill all of you. Oh well, my well, god! Start with her. I'm not the one who said you had bad handwriting. She looks down at you and just lunges with a with a dagger. Uh, that's a 19 to hit you. Oh my gosh. Well, that hits. So what you a take bitch. three points of damage as she just gets you like right up the arm. <gasps> oh my gosh. Do you want to do I felt something? sorry for her. No. Monk her up. <laughs> I want that t-shirt, Chris. Monk her up. As she's sort of like there, ready and waiting for another attack. She's just like, Trimped, what are you doing? Because I'm basically on the floor right now, aren't I? Mm-hmm. If she's on top of me straddling, I'm going to just punch her in the stomach. Make an attack roll. I want to wind her, but I'm not going to wind her with an eight. Oh my gosh. Eight. No, unfortunately. Do just you have, kind of graze her. Have you charged Gaius. your dice tonight? Get over here. Um, yeah, uh, everybody else obviously seeing this happening. Uh, Trimpt is acting very awkwardly, but is anyone else doing anything? Can I try and grab her hand with the dagger? Uh, yeah, if make I'm a... Nearby? No, just make a strength check. Can you... Advantage, because I'm there yeah, as well. Yeah, guy, I'll grab like, her Just, just get, get, well. her, get her off her. Yes, I will give advantage to... Either, either yeah, Gaius and Orin can roll each, or one of you can do it with, with advantage. I'm not the most strong, so you go ahead, Orin. Okay. I mean, I'm not either, but... <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Was it just tra- straight strength? Did he say baby David? Yeah, strength check. Cool, so I rolled a five and a six. So oh <laughs> that's that's an eight. 
It's we're stopping right. the end of the she world. She only rolled a five as well. <laughs> so yeah, you do like between between the two of you, and with Enki do there as well. Like yeah, all three of you like just like picking this 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 girl Get up off, off of. Oh, try it! Ow! Ow! Oh, she bites. That was really Jesus. expensive lace, you know. Um, uh, there's no need for any of this. They're here to to help. She's like, they're fucking not here to help, are they? Well, well she's gone a bit Australian. <laughs> <laughs> is she is she still going for Gwen? Yeah, she's like kicking and thrashing about yeah, as much as Dahlia was. I'm gonna, <gasps> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, it's, it's not a biggie. I don't wanna like hurt her really badly, but she needs to calm the fuck down. Trella <laughs> so, dies. Chill out. So yeah, I'm just gonna gonna go you need to chill out and like winks and cast chill touch oh out of God. the end of her star yes. and i'm hoping i roll low nothing like a pun with a deadly spell yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. i have so Very much respect for you right now it's small it's small fry it's fine make your attack roll one <laughs> Oh, oh my god. god! As if we're getting totally. I didn't mean that, no dice. Come on, Gosh. I should have charged them. <laughs> it doesn't matter. She's just gonna keep lashing about and trying like get out of everyone's uh, grasp as she's sort of swinging about. She elbows Orin in the face. Ow! Uh, so you take two points of damage. How is an elbow in the face less than a necrotic hand? Come I'm on, Atrella. Like, like that's the thing. It, like she's thrashing about so much, and especially with everyone else in the way, it's quite hard to like grab hold of her and not get them. Mm. But yeah, so she like elbows Orin in the face. Ow. Like you can feel a little bit of blood coming out your nose. Uh, but she's still in Enkidu's and, and Gaius's grasp. Where did she come from? <laughs> Just what, out of one of the uh, out of a side door. Yeah, um, and as you look, it looks like there's a, a library of some kind that she's leapt out of. I can't believe I'm doing this, but oh god. And then I'm just going to play a, a, a little ditty very quickly on my lute. And then I'm going to cast sleep. Oh, thank God. <laughs> and I roll, and I got a 15. And therefore, if her HP hit points. is lower than yeah, 15, Yeah, it is less than that. She's only got nine hit points. <laughs> As you sort of stand back, play a little bit, she goes limp in, uh, in Enkidu's arms and just falls asleep. <sighs> Guy, well done. She needed that. Juna, as you're sort of stood more toward the back of the group, you hear oh, a door God. open and see Matrim and Dahlia, <laughs> sword and dagger in hand, come running out of the workshop directly at the, at the group of you. Trimped, I think it's time. We need, we need to go now. Um, why is everyone so angry with you? I don't know. Da- I mean... Dahlia's not herself. Oh. She's gone. She's she's tried to resurrect her family and turn them into zombies. And I think it sent her a bit, you know, funny in the head. She's gone loopy, loopy, quick. We need to get to your mum and to that table, quick. The table. Oh, we need to protect um, it. Yep. Yep. Okay, okay. Next, next, next table, door along. They're going to damage the table. Just, just next door along, through the garden. So he just sort of like... Keep them here. Did you tie her <laughs> like, up tightly enough? I didn't do anything. <laughs> No, we, t- we both tied her up. T- it was yeah, obviously, obviously you're not the He has a knife. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, following Trimmed along. And he, he basically goes like a couple doors down, runs through, opens that out into a, a nice little garden. However, as soon as he opens that out, you see Stalin and Metz sort of stood there at the other end of the garden, weapons in hand, ready and waiting for you. Who the hell are these guys? Can everyone roll oh. initiative, please? Oh. <laughs> it was only a matter of time, wasn't it? Roll this is, this is only going one way, gang. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god! Roll initiative. Oh. 
Oh, he's got a map. We were always going to have this fight. Oh, that's Look a nice map. That's a very map. nice map. Yeah. You'll Check find out it posted social on media. social media. <laughs> <laughs> it is a work of art. It's gorgeous. It's great. What a good place for all our characters to die. Again. <laughs> oh, don't say that. In the, in the garden, underground, as the world ends above. Yeah, it's perfect. It's poetic. This, uh, this, this battle is uh, brought to you by Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Roughly order-wise, where would everyone have been? I would have been arguing with Enkidu. Yeah. I think yeah, Trimped is at the front, right? Trimped is at the front. I would have been at the back. I think I'm near Trimped for sure. Yeah, I suspect I was near Trimped because I was trying to... Yeah, and I would have been <laughs> next. I would have been like just in front of Enki- Gwenkidu. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like pulling them through the door. <laughs> Initiative. Who? 25 to 20. <laughs> Vicky stuck her hand up and then put it back down again. <laughs> no. Uh, 20 to 15. That one. 16. 16 hmm. for Juna. 15 for me. 15 for Gaius. 15 to 10. 14. 13. 14 for Orin. 13, 13. for Gwendolyn. Uh, and Enkidu, what did you get? Six. Six oh, nice. down here. So, Trimped goes first. And he edges forward and is like, don't worry, they're here to protect the table. So, <laughs> just like, keep strolling past. And they're looking at him very strangely. Can I go with him? It is Juna's turn, so yeah. Yeah, I'm going to just go with him and be like, yeah, don't mind us. Come on, everybody. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I just walk over there. Close. Are you going to do anything or are you just going to walk up close to them? Well, I probably should do something, shouldn't I? What can I do? Ah, we're going to fight them anyway. I'm going to walk past them and I'm going to stand... Can I stand behind one of them while they're looking forward towards everyone else? Yeah, yeah, I'll say that. <laughs> so, yeah, you uh, as you sort of edge round, um, you find yourself stood behind Metz. Yeah. And to be fair, the last time that the two of you were together, she stood behind you and made you pass out, so... Mm. Well, that would be nice to do, wouldn't it? I don't like her. I'm going to use a spell slot on the bitch. Yeah. What I would really like to do is do catapult where it actually works. Um, So am I right in thinking there's like a pile of stones quite like to the edge of the garden? The garden itself um, is like a big cross shape of path. In the centre of the path is a large fountain. As you've come in, to your left, there's a bit of a rockery with a small pond. And to your right, there is just some, some greenery. There's a few pillars that have fallen over. At the other end of the room, to the left, is just some floral arrangements, some bushes with nice coloured flowers on. And to the right, ahead of you, fronty righty, is <laughs> a little like a little chess nook set up. You can see two sofas with a little uh, chess game going on. But apart from that, the entire room is filled with just lush green it's, it's quite bright even though there's a red tinge to everything because of the alarm but there are doors one door on every wall so the one you've come in on one directly opposite and a door in the center of the walls to your left and right as well the door that Trimpt is heading toward is directly opposite your walls so yeah Juno you've edged around to follow him I'm gonna stand behind Metz and what I would like to do is just sort of pick up one of the stones mm-hmm. hover it over her head and drop it on her if that's allowed for flavour that is allowed but using the catapult spell using the catapult spell uh, so she needs to make a dexterity saving throw please work I just want it to work once <laughs> that is 13 yes Wow! all right 10 damage 10 damage yeah amazing so yeah this rock you just gently float it up 
And even though she's getting ready with her weapon to attack you, to stop you guys from approaching, even with Trimpt acting a bit weird, this rock just falls with the force of a catapult downwards, colliding with her back and her shoulder and like rolling down the back of her leg. So she almost goes down onto one knee. Are you doing anything else, Gina? I'm going to say, oh, Mets, are you all right? (laughs) (laughs) In which case it is Gaius's turn. God. I am going to turn around and I'm presuming that we're being chased down by Matchroom and Co. Mm-hmm. So I will just fling around the loot again, play a couple of chords majestically, hoping to inspire. And I will inspire um, Enkidu, who is just stood by the door, presuming that we're about to be flanked by people just coming behind us. So that's going to be a bardic inspiration to you, sir. Nice. nice. Having done that song, I am going to sprint as, as much as I can around the circumference of the room until I hopefully like get to the other side of the door. So as far as I can. Are you getting to the to the door to the north or the door directly opposite you? Uh, directly opposite me. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so you get um, as far around as you can. Obviously, you don't want to get too close to uh, Stalin, captain of the guard, stood there. But yeah, you reckon if you if you edge around toward the flowers, you could just do a little jump over them and you can get to the door before without them swinging at you too much. No, no, shrubbery, my worst enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to do anything with your action? Yeah, I don't know what to do. Fuck some shit up, man. You could hold an action, could you? Yeah, okay, fine. Oh, I will yeah. hold an action, oh, and if yeah. someone comes near me, I'm going to stab him with a dagger. Yeah. Nice. What do we get we can do for this? Yeah. yeah. I, was just, I was just thinking, because we don't quite know what they're going to do. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And Stalin, seeing you run around, is going to approach you, so if you just want to make your make your little stabby stab now. Get out, mate. <laughs> dagger. Go for the gut. Oh, no. It's an eight. <laughs> eight does not hit, unfortunately. Um, he doesn't look like he's too armoured up. He looks like he's he's dressed down. Essentially, he was in relaxing mode. <laughs> dressed down? He's in a kimono. Dressed down apocalypse. Kimono. <laughs> yeah, he's in his um, a linen shirt and, like, nice trousers. He is wearing boots. <laughs> Clearly, he was not expecting there to be a fight at this point, so he's just grabbed a sword and has, like, run out and gotten here. But he approaches you. He pulls his his sword out and swings for you swings wide though uh, that was only a seven altogether yes. I see we're both equally terrible at this good he stumbles on uh, on, the, on the grass a little bit and it's like oh this fucking grass <laughs> but it is then Orin's turn okay um ah! so Stalin's just tried to stab Guy and failed mm-hmm. What's Mertz looking like? Is she looking angry, having been hit in the head with a rock? Having just been hit in the head, she's just looking a little bit dazed for the moment, so you're not sure where she's going to go. Okay, 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 okay. Don't know where she's going to go. But Stalin's stabbing my mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think what I would like to... Orin has flashbacks to the do I grab Gaius or Juno <laughs> moment. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is cruel. <laughs> Juna's up with Mertz, isn't she? Yeah, she's heading Gaius towards the door. Okay, okay, okay. This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. So, Orin would like to move. Um, he can move up to 30 feet. So, he'd like to move 5, 10, 15, 20. Uh, like, towards the chess table, please. So, uh, so yep. he's heading sort of southwest. Next, right next to the back of the table. Now is not the time for a game, Orin. <laughs> well, I'm really good at chess. Yeah, you get around the fountain to the uh, to the back of one of the sofas. And then what he would like to do is he would like to uh, get out his dragon that he had in his bag um, uh, earlier in the day? Yesterday? Time. It's today. Today. Yeah, today. Today. So he'd like to get the dragon out of his bag, please. Mm-hmm. But this, uh, as he's as he's getting it out, He's kind of going, which head, which head, which head? And then he's going to take off the uh, the head that was on the dragon currently, which was the one that, that gave everyone the temporary hit points, and quickly pulling out another dragon head from his bag. He is going to fit 
the um, flamethrower dragon, please. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Onto the dragon. And then uh, set it down on the ground in front of him, so it's between him and Mert. And then charging it up with his arcane skill, burning a spell slot mechanically, he is then going to fire the flamethrower towards Mert and Stolen. Stolen, please. In a straight line through them both. Nice. Uh, yes, yeah, so it's a 15-foot cone, so that should get oh, both of them without hitting Guy. Yeah, it stops just in front of Gaius. So, yeah. <laughs> Gaius, you get this wonderful like view of this plume of fire coming at you. Uh, Stalin and Mertz are silhouetted in your view, Gaius, but you're quite safe from where you are. <laughs> Do they make dexterity? Can they make a dexterity saving throw, please? Uh-huh. That was a six and a four. So that Whoa. both failed for both of them. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to take eight points of fire damage, please. Very nice. <laughs> That's me done. Nice. It is then Gwendolyn's turn. Gwendolyn's kind of been kind of weighing up what's going on. She takes a peek back through the door they've came through. Who can she see? Uh, you can see Matrim moving faster than Dahlia, but both of them running towards the door. Right. Okay. So she throws a dart at Matrim. <laughs> Amazing. So yeah, Sorry. you take a slight step out of the door. Uh, make your attack. Non-natural twenty. Nice. Nice. How much damage is that? That is four points of damage. Four points of damage. And it wasn't charged. It was charged. Oh, was it? Oh, sorry. It was. <laughs> oh, yeah. This dart does go, like, whizzing down the corridor, collides into into his stomach a little bit, but he just, like, pulls it out and carries on running it. Oh, uh, so Gwendolyn runs into the room, and <laughs> she realises, she sees that everyone has been... Oh, she thinks, okay, well, they're probably um, guarding something, and Shrimp was leading us to the table, so I'm going to start getting myself across the room, away from things, towards <laughs> the where I think the table is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, you just like start charging forwards. Where are you going? To destroy the table. You're missing an opportunity here. Goodness, oh, we have to talk. And yeah, you get about halfway across <laughs> the room, just to the other side of the, the fountain. It is Metz's turn. So she, having just had a rock in the head and then Char-Grilled's side, she is going to try to attack the the dragon that you just put down Orin. Go for it. Can she do that? She certainly can. Yeah, cool. So she's uh, she pulls out a little short sword and she makes an attack. That's a 15 altogether to hit. Misses. <gasps> oh. Nice. So she like... Damn. Basically, like, her weapon collides with it, but, like, the way you've stuck it into the ground, it's, like, fairly heavy. There's a little bit of scratching on it that makes you wince. I only just made that dragon! (laughs) (laughs) All in all, it does no damage. Then she is going to try to move to get in Gwendolyn's way, seeing her running over. And as she's stepping out of your your range, Juna, do you want to make an attack of opportunity? Do you want to use reaction at all? Yeah, I would be crazy not to, right? What can I do? Uh, you can hit her with your staff if you want. I'll do that. I'll give her a bonk on the head. <laughs> yeah, make an attack roll. <gasps> it's good, I guess. It's a, a 22. Oh, very definitely. Gets very it. good. Do you roll your damage. I'm going to roll a d8 because I imagine she'll have it both hands, right? Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Oh, nine damage. <laughs> yes, nice. Juna. Tuna hates Mets. <laughs> she does stumble a little bit and you get the impression that it's not going to take much more to knock this poor woman down. She's just been beaten up a lot as you've arrived. <laughs> but it is now Matrim's turn. So he comes running up. Oh, that plan's out the window. Barrels through the door, uh, coming face to face with Enkidu. 
So, of course, just swings at you, Hankidu. And that is a 19 to hit. Mm, hits. <laughs> hits. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, so he's got his little short sword out. So that does eight points of damage. As he sort of barged through the door, um, it's knocked you just back a little bit. So he's taken the opportunity to just swipe across your chest mm-hmm. and just catches you through the breastplate. Sure. It is then Dahlia's turn and she comes running up behind. Oh, God. But obviously with everybody stood in the doorway, she can't quite get in. And you're tucked back enough in, Kidu, that she can't even get to you. It is now your turn. I've still got my longsword, haven't I? You do. Two-handed, I'm going to cut him knife to the chops. Yeah. If I can. <laughs> that is a 21 to hit. Definitely hits, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eight points of slashing magical damage. Eight points of damage. Ooh. Very nicely done. So this thing, almost with like Gil's energy, yeah. starts like slashes down. And like for a brief moment, you're not even sure that the sword necessarily connected. It's just passed through him. But then you see like the damage across his chest wow. spring out. All of this blood sort of starts seeping through his uh, shirt afterwards. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Are you doing anything else? No, 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 nothing else. In which case, it is Trump's turn. Now, when it comes to Charm Person, Juno, yeah. obviously, like, he thinks you're an ally, but he's seeing all of his allies being attacked. So where... <laughs> the, uh, the kind of the rules state that as long as no one on hurts our him. side hurts him, he's charmed. The charmed creature regards you as a friendly acquaintance. Okay. So he's just going to... In his best voice. <laughs> no, no, there's been a complete misunderstanding. <laughs> Stop it. No, 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 you don't have to hurt each other. No, it's fine. They're just here to... Pr- Look, I'll talk to Mother. And he's just going to turn and walk through oh, God. into the next room. And as he sort of pushes the door open, you can see that it is a uh, similar to the arcane study, her own little study room that you'd found the divination table before. It's a similar decor in this next room. But the door swings shut again as he moves through. It is then, Juna, your turn. So there's a fountain in the middle of the garden. What can I see? Can I see what's going on in the doorway? Through the next door? No, no the door is sort of swung back. No, 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 back, back to Enkidu. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see, um, you can see Matt Trim so has like, dived through and they're having a bit of a sword fight down at the front there. Um, you can see that Dali was trying to push through the door as well, but with the, the two men having a fight, she's kind of stuck behind the door. Okay. But Enkidu, you look pretty fine. Yeah, I'm all right. I can... I can withstand a few hits. I'm going to go over to the doorway to the arcane study after Trimped then, mm-hmm. I think. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. push your way over. Um, are you going to walk in? Uh, yes. So, as you sort of step in, you see that Trimped is there and Lady Vondel uh, also stood there. And he's just like, well, they're here to protect the, the divination table, but uh, <laughs> then everybody's, it's complete mother. You must talk to all of them. <laughs> and she, you oh, can trimp. I know. <laughs> she has, like, got her back up. You can see that. She's pulled out a wand. Mm. And as you oh. walk in, Juna, she tenses up even more. But what are you doing? We're so close. So as I walk in, I'm assuming this is mainly just so that everyone knows what I can see. I can see behind Lady Vondel is the table, right? Yes. So the arcane study, um, as you've sort of stepped through, again, it's quite a wide room. There's a desk in the middle that clearly she's been making notes on. At the far end, there is the arcane table up on a little plinth by itself, a little step up. And the walls are lined with bookcases as well. There are a couple of dragon head statuette things in the far corners, but they don't look like the dragon outside. They look more like just decoration. You've just made us very suspicious of everything they do. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) They look like. They look like. I think Juna's feeling quite confident in her charisma at the moment, and she is definitely going 
to cast Charm Person on Lady Vondell. Wisdom saving throw. Hoping for the best. Here we go. Wow. You see for a brief moment that you think you've succeeded. Mm -hmm. uh, And it looks like she's been charmed. But then there is an ever so slight shimmer. And it's almost as if she's decided, actually, no, this isn't how things are supposed to go. I'm going to pass this. Oh, no. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, yeah. No. I should have known, but it was worth a try. Worth a go. Worth a go. Yeah. To be fair, that's, uh, that's one of her uses of portent. Oh, portents are oh, yeah. So. Can I say something to her, or is that me done? Yeah, no, as a bonus action, or as part of the charm, if you like. I'm going to basically sort of say to her, I know you know what I just did, but... It is so important that we destroy your table. I know that it's not what you want to do, but I do believe this is going to be the end of the world if Kral gets to it. I'm sure someone like you can rebuild it, but for now, it needs to go. Wonderful. We'll wait for her reply when it gets back round. <laughs> That's such to, a Lady Vondell response. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not hoping for much, but you got to do what you got to do, right? Grace here, keeping you updated with all things No Small Roles related. We're feeling refreshed after our little break and hope that you enjoyed our first ever episode of No Small Questions. We loved getting stuck in and can't wait to answer more of your questions in the future. I actually can't believe we are already approaching the end of our first story arc. It has been a whirlwind since we started. Learning how all this podcast stuff works, developing our characters and getting actual listeners. Thank you. Yes, you. Listening right now, we think you are amazing. I actually can't express just how thrilled we are to have you on this adventure with us. As you can imagine, with a cast of six all recording remotely, there is a lot of audio to edit. And as one of the editors, I can tell you firsthand that it takes a long time. Even now, we're getting better at it. And of course, David composes and arranges a score of original music for each episode. All that music. David, the talented bastard. Not that I'm jealous or anything. Um, But to ensure you're getting quality episodes and to keep No Small Roles a sustainable show, we are going to be working in more small breaks when we need them. Hashtag no small self-care. We are currently looking into setting up a Patreon for the show. So if you would be interested in supporting us in a cash money's way, watch this space. Other ways you can support us and help us out include recommending us to your friends, sharing our stuff on social media at No Small Roles, and that's roll spelt R-O-L-L-S, and of course reviewing us on places like iTunes. Shout out this week to Owen Podcasts for leaving us a lovely review that's all from me for now let's get you back to the action back outside Gaius uh, say outside back in the previous room (laughs) (laughs) outside inside outside inside in the garden underground Gaius you've got stolen at you he's swinging around he's just been hit by flames Juno's run off again (laughs) again Junas just ran off. Right, okay, there's only one thing we can do at this moment, and he is going to bolt for the door to the study. If you go for it, Stalin is likely to attack you. Yeah, go for it. Cool, cool, cool. He's going to make a a quick swing, and that is a 
12 to hit you. A 12, I believe, just misses. So yeah, as you go diving over the shrubbery, (laughs) he swings and just goes wide again. So yeah, you manage to dive into the next room through the door to find Juna, Trimped, Lady Vondell all stood there in a very (laughs) tense moment. (laughs) Well, you know, I like to make an entrance. As a bonus action, can I push Juna aside? Uh, Yeah, it would count as a shove, I suppose. Yeah, okay, well, I'll shove her um, five feet that way. Cool. Make a... It depends. Juna, are you seeing what he's planning or are you resisting the shove? No, I trust Guy. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm just charging and just going, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so shoves you over a little bit. I'm presuming Trim's on my left and Lady Vondell's right in front of me. That's right, yeah. So yeah, Trim just to your left, Lady Vondell between you and the divination table. I'm going to um, sprint up to Lady Vondell and say, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to um, say no to your kind offer. And I will strum my uh, loot and I will cast Shockwave. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. Cool. Does she make? She makes a save, right? She has to make a Constitution saving throw. And so does Trimped. Cool. Trimped got sixteen. Lady Vondell got thirteen. If they reached, so my spell DC is thirteen. Oh, so that means they pass. Yeah, they both oh. pass. Okay. The reason why I pushed Juno aside is because it's a fifteen-foot um, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna roll that, and it's fourteen. So they both take seven damage. Okay. Cool. They do take. Yeah, they take the damage. Nice. I like half damage. They're just not shoved or anything like that. In addition, any unsecured objects that are completely within the area of effect are automatically pushed 10 feet away. Yeah, so they've, they've taken like some thunder damage as it's like blasted through them. And in fact, the desk behind, all of the paperwork uh, like <laughs> flies off, like the desk like is shunted slightly. That is really going to annoy Lady Vondel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. notes are yeah. all messed up. All of those notes all over the floor there. <laughs> Guy has nothing he can do other than just stand there in between these two foes. So he'll just turn to um, Trims and say, your hair is really, really bad today. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right in thinking that Trimped is no longer charmed? Oh yeah, you've hit him He's now. just taken damage. Yeah, he's no longer charmed anymore. But it's, oh, well. fine, it's fine, because... It, it was going to happen at some point anyway. I was to hoping do, to yeah. push them all out of the way yeah. and someone like charge through, but... Ah, it is uh, Stalin's turn. Having utterly failed to... <laughs> To catch Gaius he's twice. Useless. He's really bad. Uh, he's going to turn his attention to Gwendolyn. Uh, so take a few steps over to you. Uh, swing his sword out. 18 to hit. He hits. Finally, he's done something. And that is six points of damage. As uh, yeah, as he just swings. And especially with Mets getting in your way as well, Gwendolyn, you sort of take a step to one side, only to have him swing low and just catch your leg. Ouch! <laughs> it is then Orin's turn. First of all, he's going to direct the dragon... To move uh, sort of ten feet in a northeast direction, mm-hmm. please towards the door, and then the dragon's going to turn round towards uh, its mess and Stalin. Mm-hmm. Orin's going to shout, "I really think you should stop attacking us!" Um, and then fire the flamethrower towards the two of them, please. Nice, <laughs> amazing, amazing. Yeah. Again, both of those rolls were under ten, so yeah. oh, very bad deck yeah. saves. Yeah. So they are. Ooh. Uh, they're going to take eight points of damage again each, please. Eight points of fire damage. damage. So Metz, uh, you can see, taking the fire damage, starts burning up, uh, collapses to the floor, having caught fire a little bit. Okay. And just just starts crisping up there. That was more of a warning shot than I intended. <laughs> Stortland is just, he tries to like defend himself a little bit against the flame, but having heard the, the dragon's little metallic legs moving over, he like turns to look at it, so catches a full face full of this, of this fire. So he's just lets, lets out a horrible scream, 
You doing anything else, Oren? That's just my bonus action. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> uh, seeing that the fight under this in this room seemingly is getting under control, Oren is then going to run towards the door, please. Yep, you can get there and still have about uh, 15 feet spare. Okay, so presumably he's seeing the, the last moments of Guy sending a massive blast of energy towards the two of them. Yep. And they look fairly engaged. Yep, both of them look pretty pissed off. Pretty pissed off. Okay, uh, Oren's just going to... He's going to run if he can squeeze past without getting into combat with either of them. If he can kind of head down, sort of south, away from where the fight's going on. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, you sort of edge around the wall that way, like around Gaius's back. Nice. But not within reach of either of the other two. And he's just going to pull out his welding torch and just sort of say, okay, let's give this a go, and point it towards the table and blast the table with his welding torch of far bolts if he may. Natural one. So it goes it goes very wide and like blasts one of the uh, the dragon heads off of the wall at the back. I mean that thing sort of crumples up. You can tell that it is just a statue at this point. Lumps of rock go like flying off of that and scatter across the floor. Yeah, that's what I meant to do. Didn't like the look of that dragon. (laughs) That's me done. It is Gwendolyn's turn. Okay, so Gwendolyn just douses a a small flame at the end of her long green ponytail that just uh, got caught in the um, thing. And she decides to punch Stalin in the stomach. We haven't been formally introduced. And she punches him. (laughs) And it... Oh, maybe... 14? 14 hits, yeah. Oh, yeah. And as he's bent over, doubling over, oh, you don't have to bow, but yes, I am Gwendolyn Rose. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How's he looking? Um, he didn't roll damage, so. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got carried away with my work. I was just going to say roll it all at the end, but yeah. Saving up Ultim- Ultimately, he's at, like, beyond being crisped up, he's not taken a lot of damage otherwise. He's ah, just fair. a bit singed. And his, his pride is hurt. That is six points of damage. Six points, amazing. He's look. He's looking her but he's still got a bit of fight in him as he's buckled over i'm gonna then bring up my knee oh and i just need the table <laughs> as i did it <laughs> i'm gonna bring up my knee and smash him in the jaw amazing right, make oh. another attack roll okay that is another 14 yeah that hits yeah yay and it's another six damage another six damage yeah Very and is she looks over to Metz. Is she still on fire? Metz is very much on fire. Metz does not look very alive right now. <laughs> oh, she doesn't oh. look very alive. Oh. 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 <laughs> Gwendolyn just half ass cuts a bit of water and splashes it. For the, the fountain that's next to her just splashes it a bit towards Metz. Yeah, yeah it, doesn't, it doesn't do much. <laughs> There's like a hiss as the the water starts like sizzling up. But... Oh dear. I feel really bad. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, like she did cause this like part of this issue for three of you, right? Yeah. <laughs> Are you moving anywhere, Gwendolyn? She's torn whether she should help Enkidu or she should go help what's going on in the other room. And leave me with four, four enemies on my own. She buried. Don't worry, there's a little dragon in there. She's going to stay where she is because she can do ranged attacks on the others if she needs to, mm-hmm. and she can at least stop Stalin from coming over to Enkidu. Cool. Uh, in which case, it is Matrim's turn. Matrim takes a swing at you, Enkidu, but goes wide. Right. Completely misses, especially as his, like, more and more blood is trickling out of his chest, out of that wonderful wound you just gave him. Mm. He's not looking good, but he's, like, struggling to keep going. Dahlia shoves into the door to try and shove you out of the way, but ultimately you just, like, put your hand out and keep it closed. <laughs> <laughs> so she's stuck behind the other side of the door. Yeah. You just wait your turn, love. <laughs> it is your turn. Yeah, I'm going to bring the, the longsword two-handed above my head and 
then feint and then trying to um, slash him from below. Amazing. Make your attack roll. That is a 16. 16 hits. Yeah. That is 12 points of magical slashing damage. Yeah. Ooh, that's a big hit. Yeah. Like having sliced up the other other way, he's got like this massive X across his chest, essentially, at this point. And you can just see like bits of his intestines through this like, and he just crumples to the floor. Oh my God. Wow. Oh. Have you used your bardic inspiration yet? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that is the power of the true King's Blade. And I just let I just watch him crumble. Is that a law drop? Yeah, I feel like that was a law drop. Uh, there's a oh. bit of a like a shocked expression on his face, but then like he just is is very much dead. The blood starts pooling around him. Are we now mass murderers? Is that what we now are? Are you are you moving anywhere, Inkidi? <laughs> I'm gonna actually walk out the door and face Dahlia. <laughs> oh, amazing! So you like open the door essentially to show her her dead husband on the floor, <laughs> and then take That's a step out past her to face her in the corridor. You are so badass right now. <laughs> it is Lady Vondel's turn. Oh dear. Seeing Juna, Gaius, and Orin having barged their way in, she looks at all of you, has a quick look up and down of each of you, turns the ring on her finger. Oh, you. Oh, what? Looks at Orin and says, I suggest you help me defend this table. Oh, you son of a... And I would ask you to roll a wisdom saving throw, but she's also going to use her other portent and make you fail that save. What? Oh, that's not good. Divination wizards, man. She is not going to move anywhere. She's just going to raise her wand and ready for any attack from Gaius and Juna. (laughs) It is Trimp's turn. He, however is going to attack, and he's just going to turn around and swing his sword at Juna, because he doesn't like the fact that you fucked with his head. That kind of, this, yeah. It's fair. So, he, yeah, he swings, rolls a 13 altogether. That is my armour class. What does that mean? So he just hits you. Okay. I feel like I'm rolling a lot of 13s tonight. Mm, unlucky for us. So, you take four points of slashing damage. Okay. I can handle that. And then he's just going to ready himself, waiting again, like looking between you and Gaius, ready for something to happen. It is Juna's turn. I'm going back to cantrip land because <laughs> I've got plans for my spells that are left and it's not trimmed. So what I'm going to do is... <laughs> to cantrip. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> She's going to put her quarterstaff on the floor in front of her, look trimmed, square in the eyes, and say very loudly, I thought you were my friend! And cast Word of Radiance. (laughs) Um, So he needs to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, That's 12. Fail. Yeah. Dirty fail. fail. So uh, he's going to take... Three points of damage. Good stuff, good stuff. Nice. And because you he's dirty, just fail. dirty fail, because dirty I think we need to get trimmed out of the way to deal with Lady Vondel, I am going to use my first meta magic, Ooh. which is quick, quick and spell. What this? And spell who I, this? it basically <laughs> means I can do spells much faster using mm-hmm. two sorcery points. So I'm going to do that, and I am going to. Drum roll. 
anticipation. Yeah, I, I want to attack him because I've also noticed that I've got something else that I haven't used and I just want to like go all hell for le- leather. <laughs> Let's do a witch bolt. Yeah, nice. love witch bolt me. Yeah. Oh, no, I can't. It's a ranged spell attack. Ignore me. <laughs> you could do it. It'd just be at disadvantage. No, I don't want it to be at disadvantage. It's up to you. Unless you want to take a step back and then try it. But then obviously he'd have a, an opportunity attack against you. <laughs> I don't know what to do. The other thing is that uh, Lady Vondell is not in range of you. So if you wanted to witch bolt her. Oh, no, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Please keep the all pitch. of that in. Keep <laughs> all of that in. Yes. Right. I need to take right. word of radiance Thank damage you, DM, from for that. that. Yep. Thank you for the help there, DM. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's witch bolt her. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. Uh, so, um, 16. 16 hits. Good. Yes. Oh, I don't even need to use the thing I was going to use, which I'm not going to talk about because then it comes as a surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We like surprises. Yeah, yeah. So she takes, okay, so she takes five lightning damage. Mm. Okay. And whilst I'm concentrating on her, she keeps taking damage from me until I do something else or she's out of range. Mm. Yeah. Amazing. Ooh. Nice. Is that on her turn or on your on turn? On my turn. Okay, cool. Have you got anything else up your sleeve? No, uh, my sleeves are well and truly emptied for now. <laughs> Run, <job. laughs> In which case, it is Gaius's turn. Uh, so yeah, as uh, as you're stood there, Trimpt is obviously woken up. Orin suddenly turned against you. You've obviously seen all of that happen. Trimpt swung for Juna. Juna's lashed out at him. This electrical bolt has wrapped itself around Lady Vondell, and you're stood in the middle of all of that. What are you doing? Literally in the centre of oh all of God. that. So Guy is going to um, assess the situation. He's going to left, look left. It looks bad. He's going to look to his right. It looks bad. <laughs> if he looks in front of him, it's bad. So he's just going to go bad all, to, all the way. So he is going to like weave under um, Lady Vondell's arms. I don't care again if I take that opportunity attack. I'm going to bolt for that table. Whoa. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, she's going to smack you. She's going to try and smack you. She actually doesn't have any any weapon on her beyond the wand, but she can't cast a spell in this way. Bitch slap. Bitch slap. So yeah, she swings her arms out, but nothing much happens. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't your monk. Is there space underneath that table? Yeah, there is a little bit of space directly under it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to slide under the table mm-hmm. and stand up and lift that table onto its side, so that way hopefully the table's in between me and them. Oh, Ooh. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, make a strength check. Okay. <laughs> I'm not good at these, on, so guys. fingers I'm crossed. Heavy oak table. Oak table. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Center. I mean, just. <laughs> oh, it's a natural one with oh, a minus one oh, modifier. No, oh, oh, no. Stands oh up and knocks God. himself out. <laughs> of the table. I will say, as you got a zero, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you take some damage as you, you go to do it and just whack your head. Oh my God! <laughs> that looked so cool in my head. Oh. And it looked oh like God. it felt cool. You were like, yeah, I'm out of the way of her. You go to lift the table and like you just stand up that little bit too quickly and you're like sat down again. You take one point of bludgeoning <laughs> damage. <laughs> but you're currently sat under the far end of the table. Okay. I feel like because Bruce. I've just been like, because I got a zero, I have to sort of like, I've sort of knocked myself out in this first one. So I've, <laughs> that's my round done, I guess. I'm just like, oh God. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you just have it like the world starts spinning a little bit. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Um, in which case it is back out in the garden or in the garden it's Stolen's turn having just taken a a punch to the stomach a knee to the face he's going to swing for you Gwendolyn and that is 
18 altogether. Mm. Yeah, that hits me. That hits. hits the gun. And that is eight points Ooh. of slashing damage. <laughs> Face down, he's like just swings up and just catches you up the stomach. Oh. <laughs> he's not going to move oh. though. He's just going to ready himself, ready for any more punches you've got coming at him. It is Orin's turn. Well, David, what would you like me to do? Uh. Any way that you think helping Lady Vondel defend the table, that you can take any action that you think will achieve that. Do I now think my friends are not my friends? You know that they're going to try and destroy the table, so if you think stopping them is the right move. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> this is the worst. Yeah, it really is. Not only did Orin have to watch his friends die, he now has to kill them. <laughs> try and kill his friends. <laughs> and again, oh it's Gaius and Juna yeah. in the room. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. So seeing Gaius lift trying... Failing. To lift up this table <laughs> and knock it over, I think Orin is going to run towards Gaius. Sorry, guy. Putting away his welding torch, he's going to charge up his gloves and shout, get off the table and shock Gaius, please. Absolutely. Make your attack roll. It's not great. 13. Yeah, that hits. Sorry. 13's my AC. Uh, That is... um, Oh, are you wearing wearing metal armor? Uh, No. Okay, good. Thank you, God. Oh, my gosh. So that's three points of lightning damage to you. Okay. And you can't take reactions until the start of your next go, I'm afraid. Okay. Hey, Orin, buddy. Oh, (laughs) Jesus. Get off the table. Am I within 60 foot of my dragon? Yes. It is through a door, so you can't see it, but does that matter? Let me double check. Just so you know, Ben, we're under the table at the moment. Yeah. Oh, cool. So we're rolling around on the floor under the table. Yep. Nice, nice, nice. Brilliant nice. image. <laughs> I know. It's big spoon, little spoon. That's it. Very embarrassing to about this <laughs> That's what he really dreamt about in the woods. Nice. Anything good. On each of your turns, you can take a bonus action to cause the cannon to activate if you're within 60 foot of it. In which case, yeah, if it doesn't say you have to see it. Strangely not. I kind of feel like it should. Then desperately trying to make this magic not work yeah, in yeah. this particular <laughs> scenario. <laughs> <laughs> uh, defend the table. Okay. Dragon's going to walk into the room, please. Oh, man. Yeah, it like plods its way because it doesn't move very fast, but it plods its way through the door, and pushes it open, gets its way point in. Point towards Juna. <laughs> and... Yep. Try and flame grill Juno, please. Yeah. Juno, make a dexterity saving throw. Roll high. I got 16. Yeah, you rolled high. So you'll take half damage. I rolled really well. <laughs> 12 damage halved <laughs> to 6. Sorry. Okay. So yeah, this little thing plods its way in, turns its attention, plants itself down, lets out a blast of fiery damage, flames, words to toward Juno. And yeah, Gina just gets a face full of fire. I don't get to save or anything against this baby David. I'll just... No? No. Okay. And does it just keep going? So yeah, it's until the action has been completed. So until there is no danger for the table, or until she loses concentration or falls unconscious or whatever... So, um, it is Gwendolyn's turn. So having just taken a slash to the stomach, I'm not feeling very happy about that, and I'm starting to get really rather angry with this person in front of me, the stolen fellow, so I'm going to get my spear, and I'm going to try and thrust it through his chest. Oh, good stuff. That's 15. 15 hits. Yes. Seven points of damage. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, this spear goes straight through his chest, out the other side. Oh. He coughs up blood across your face. Ah. Oh, oh. Um, 
and kind of as this happens she has a moment of realisation and just goes paler than she's ever been before she's the palest grey that you could possibly imagine she says sorry do you pull the spear out again or yes I think I'll be taking that back and she pulls it out (laughs) yeah the blood just pours out of this hole in his his chest and he slumps to the ground next to man Uh, and she turns and she can see uh, Matrium with his guts out everywhere and she can see the crispy Mets and she can see everything uh, but she has to try and get it out of her head because they kn- she knows they have to do the table thing so um, she runs for the table so you barge your way across the garden like stepping over the bodies dart across the, the, the garden through the doorway to come face to face with Trimped. Who she punches in her face with her bonus action. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. She's just like oh, so tightly wound on adrenaline right now and she's just like runs right into him and she just like boofs him in the face almost as an impulse reaction without even thinking about it. Amazing. Non-natural 20. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. Seven points of damage. From a punch to the face. Yeah. That's great. And yeah he's not expecting you to suddenly come barging in. So you punch him in the face and then realise that Juna is slightly on fire to your left and the little dragon thing, orange dragon thing, is facing her to your right and you're stood between the two of them. Oh. It is. They're dead. They're dead. <laughs> Dahlia's turn. <laughs> dead. Dead. So many dead. people. So Dahlia, having seen a glimpse of her dead husband, Enkidu, turns to you, pulls her little dagger out and just lunges. Tears streaming even more from her face having failed to resurrect her family, and now having her last surviving family member dead on the floor, and she completely misses. Oh, <laughs> I feel bad for her. It is your turn. You made your choices. Oh. You know what led you here. These are the consequences. Yeah. Two-handed strike with a longsword. Oh, <laughs> God. I love you. Lengthy, 17 to hit. Yes, that hits. It's five points of slashing damage. Uh, that's actually all it takes to take her down. <sighs> yeah, you get her in uh, like in the side of the shoulder, and she like slumps into the wall, slides right the way down as you pull your sword out. Just tears are down her, streaming down her face, David, stop. bleeding out a little bit. She just breathes and just sort of sits there for a while, and slowly stops breathing. Well, I made my choice as well. And I take my full range of movement mm-hmm. as far across the garden as I can. So you take a quick run across the garden. The garden is again quite quiet and peaceful. <laughs> if you ignore the dead bodies that are scattered around the place. The smell of burning. The smell of burning. It is Lady Vondel's turn. She is going to, having seen Gwendolyn run in as well, she is going to take half a step back toward the table and then just scream loudly, looking at you, Gwendolyn. Can you make a wisdom saving throw, please? What's she doing? Twelve. Everyone in the room hears her scream, but for you, it ricochets around the inside of your skull all the more, and you take 15 points of psychic damage. (gasps) What? Fucking (laughs) hell. Yeah, so I drop to the ground, and then groggily get up with just one hit point of uh, bouncing back. Uh, That was a lovely little mind spike that you just received. Uh, And the headache lingers. Even having gotten back up, there's a a lingering headache there. It is Trimp's turn. He looks between Gwendolyn and Juna, having both in front of him, and swings for Gwendolyn. Oh, you're kidding me. 
with uh, 18. Yeah, that hits. Oh my that God. hits. Three points of smashing damage. Yeah, I'm out. As like, sort of seeing you having dropped a little bit, takes the opportunity to like sink the sink his his sword just into you, into your chest. Just for the listeners, I always knew he was a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, scumbag. There is an ex- there is an expression of sort of worry, sort of about the whole situation, but he does it anyway. As you sort of slump to the floor, he pulls his pulls his sword out, turns to look at Juna. And Juna, it is your turn. So first of all, it's my turn. So Lady Vondell mm-hmm. takes some more witchy damage. Oh, yeah. Cool, which means that she has to make a concentration check on... Mm. Is that what she has to do? Yeah, because... Uh, so it's five points of lightning damage, isn't it? Yeah. So she takes that, and then because she's taken damage, she makes a concentration check and fails. <gasps> she only rolled a three. So Orin, as you're under the table having just shocked Gaius... <laughs> You are very much yourself again. Oh. And like, you know that you don't have to defend the table and none of that. Like, you could do what you want. Thank goodness, because I had a dragon pointing at Gwen. Yeah. <laughs> what does Gwen look like? Gwendolyn looks like she could be dead. But you still have your bonus action. So I don't know whether or not you've got any... Do you have healing word? I don't have healing word. I, ca- I can't cast spells as a bonus action because I've done my sorcery points. Oh, right, yeah. So... I'm gonna just look at Gwen and just say, Gwen, you're gonna be all right. Trying to be as uh, convincing as she can, because that's all she can do for Gwen. It is Gaius's turn. He's just seen Oren's eyes flare up and then come back to being his usual self. He's seen Gwen go down. He's seen the things happening with Juna, and he just. Ah, damn. Finally just goes, right, we gotta do this. Pulls out the long sword from behind him. <gasps> Finally. That he's never used. Holds it against the table and stands up as hard as he can. So hopefully driving it upwards through the table. Can't miss. <laughs> hopefully you can't miss this. <laughs> make a make an attack roll. Depends on how strong it is to get through the Oh, nice. yeah. Attack roll, okay. Obviously, you're, you're colliding with it, but it's more about whether or not you can get through the, the wood and the, the, the magic in the table. Here we go. It's a three. Three. No, so you go to push up, and the sword does embed itself a little bit, but then it's a really thick table, so you sort of wiggle the sword around, try and pull it out again. It's a little bit stuck. And then, yeah, you sit back down, pull the sword out again. It's left a small groove on the bottom side of the table, but... Okay. He's just going to turn to Orin and go, I'm going to be honest with you, I have no idea how to use this thing. (laughs) (laughs) I just picked it up in a card game. I don't know what... Ah, goddammit. Are you going to do anything else? I don't think there's anything I can do, other than... um, You're going to stand up? He's just going to say, Orin, it's up to you, buddy, and he will, like, slide out of the table and, like, get right in uh, Lady Vondel's face. So, yeah, you sort of stand up, take a slow slow walk around the table so that you're come face to face with Lady Bondel. Yeah. Sword in hand. It is Orin's turn. Uh, as he's, he's come to and he's, he's he's taking a look around him and seeing what's going on and he's going to look over at Lady Bondel who put him under the influence and tried to make him hurt his friends and he's going to direct the dragon to move sort of five foot towards Lady Bondel and blast her with some fire damage please. That is... Well, that is a fail. Oh, yeah. So she'll take a whole five points of fire damage. <laughs> that is more than enough. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. 
her robes catch fire. She starts flailing about, and much like her sister before her, crumples to the ground in a fiery... Trimp does not look very happy at the situation. Let's out a, a primal scream. What are you doing? Anything else with your turn, Orin? Yes. Uh, Gwendolyn's on the floor, and Trimp is standing up her, and uh, I can't deal with Gwendolyn. I can't get to her. I can't get to her in this turn. Am I allowed to say anything as a free action? Absolutely, yeah. Orin, the table, do what you did before. I didn't do it. <laughs> what did I do to the table before? If I could turn back time. Maybe. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is an I awful idea. I did think about that before, before this we recorded again. this episode, whether I wanted to, to use the table. Well, you're stood face to face with it, Oren. Oh, the temptation. Oh my gosh. But I can't turn back time. That's not how the table works. No. I can only... As far as you try something. As far as we know. I can only try... We end up at the point of when... Is there a self-destruct button? You'd end up back in the but in the battle, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, I'd just end up, end up back up here at the again. The point like at which you first again. touched yeah. the table. Just... Yeah, you'd end up at this point. No, so it'd be pretty shit. No, nope. <laughs> I'm not doing. Um, <laughs> I like the thought. Sorry, I talked you out of that. Fair enough. No, I just thought of it last minute, but yeah. Yeah, I can't turn back. You time. do you, but you do you. Uh, he's gonna pull out a vial, which he's gonna throw down on the floor in front of him, and a thunderous wave of energy is gonna emerge from the vial towards the table. Thunder wave. Um, <laughs> and yeah, cast thunder wave. Against the table? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it... Yeah, absolutely. It has to make a constitution saving throw, please. Well, it'd be a zero for a, so for a table. It fails. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a table. So I'm it's assuming it takes some damage. If it's a... Is it a creature? I don't know. No, no. it's an object. Well, I have done ten <laughs> points of thunder damage. Up to you whether Ooh. the table takes that or not. Yes, it does. Awesome. And a creature would be pushed 10 foot away from me. So the table does get, especially if you're dropping the vial on the underside of the table. Yeah. This explosion that ricochets out, it blasts the table upwards and everything that Gaius had been trying to do in flipping this table happens. (laughs) (laughs) This thing goes spiraling upwards away from you into the corner of the room. And you can see that as it crashes to the ground again, there are these silvery streaks of light that are like glancing off of it from different angles. One of the rings is like half broken off, but the table is still largely intact. Okay, I've made a start, and I'm just, can I start moving a little bit towards Gwen, please? Yeah, absolutely. That's me done. It is Gwendolyn's turn. Uh, time for me to roll a death save. I've never no! done this before. <sighs> We've had so many natural ones tonight. Uh, that's a three. That's one fail. One fail. It's all right. You've still got... Still got two more, right? Two to go. Just don't roll a natural one next time, yeah? Exactly. Oh, gosh, um, yeah. Oh, fuck. It's wrong. Enkidu's turn now, so... Enkidu, I'm assuming, back in the garden, you're going to carry on your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your charging forwards. Straight in. So you, um, you're you close enough that you manage to get right the way across the garden, through the door, mm. and as you come through the door, you see Gwendolyn bleeding out on the floor in front of you. Uh, you also see Trimped over her body, Juna to one side Orin's dragon statue as well is almost directly in your way so I run in heaving out of breath and I look take everything in and I look at Gwen and I look at Juno and I look at Trent I look at Gwen again and I say to him there are any last words for you slash him with this long sword make your attack roll that is a 22 to hit that definitely hits Note to self, never piss and kid you off. Um, five <laughs> points of slashing magical damage. Nice. So seeing you barge in, he does try to defend himself. 
but your sword just glances off of his in just that brief moment. But you manage to parry under and skewer him. He is still standing, but he is looking hurt. And especially now that he can see his mother's burnt up and all of you, are, apart from Gwendolyn, are rounding on him. And he's got no escape from this room either. He is going to turn and run to the table. Oh, oh fuck's um, sake. Which, oh, Juna yeah. and Enkidu, that does mean he's leaving your space. So if you want to make yep. use your reactions for anything. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, and the little dragons mm. as well, isn't it? Uh, unfortunately, the dragon doesn't have a reaction. <laughs> No. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for thinking of the little dragon. It appreciates it. He needs a name. Oh my gosh. Does 13 hit him? 13 does not hit him, unfortunately. Oh, wait. Bardic inspiration. <gasps> That's a six. So 13 plus yeah, six. 19. 19, yes. yeah. 19 hits him. Oh, right. He's dying now. <laughs> uh, that's another five points. Another five points. He still looks hurt, but he is still standing. Just come on, Juna. Juna. Come on, Juna. As he runs on, past, on, she just roundhouses him with her quarter star. Amazing. Make your attack roll. 22 yes. to hit. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely hits. Yeah. Yes. I need to roll damage, don't I? <laughs> oh. One point of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, again, you like crack him in the back of the leg as he runs, uh, and it trips him a little bit so that he stumbles into the desk, but he carries on going. <gasps> and as he is down by the table, he's going to try to use it. You're kidding me. Oh, please. But he is not a magic user, so he doesn't know what he's doing. Order. He's just sat there, these arcane bits of light dancing off of it and he just tries like pushing that that broken bit of dial back onto it and starts trying to turn it as much as he can but nothing is happening in the corner it is juna's turn i am going to turn back away from the ridiculousness of trimmed trying to be a magic user and i know he's not (laughs) towards gwen and i am going to just yeah put my hands on gwen and cast cure wounds at level two because it's the only spell slot I've got left, so. <laughs> I can do this, right, when she's on death saving throws? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It brings, it wakes up. Oh, for fuck's sake. Two lots of ones. I got two <laughs> dice. So you got two hit points. Sorry, Gwen. Yeah, but she's not dead. my best. It's all right, it's all right. She's awake. Yeah. She's not dead. She's not dead. I'm not dead. Yeah, I'll take two hit points over not being dead. <laughs> yeah. You could have had 16, but you only got two. Sorry. Oh, that is brutal. <laughs> oh, dear. I just splutter a bit and just cough up some blood. <laughs> Why is it always Gwen? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even like full on running no, into the fray no, that time. No, this no, time, no, no. no. You were just taking Still on a whole room of enemies by yourself. <laughs> Are you doing anything with your bonus action, Juno? I don't have a bonus action. Cool. In which case it is Gaius's turn. <laughs> Actually, no, sorry. I, I can move, can't I? You can move, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go around and not engage with Trimpt, but stay near him. So yeah, you edge around to the other end of the desk uh, and just watch as he's like struggling on the floor. It is Gaius's turn. Gaius is going to, uh, you can see the Gwen's up, so he's going to sprint towards the table before mm-hmm. Trimps can do anything further. And he's going to like squeeze himself right against the wall in between where the wall and the table is. Mm-hmm. And he's going to do his last little like, let's do the time bomb again. And he's going to do a thunder <laughs> wave. So basically the table's going to hopefully hit the Trimpt. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Yes. So... Juna, yeah. Because Trimpt would move 
10 feet back as well at this point. <laughs> oh, Juno, you just watch as this little explosion of like sound and wave and energy just blasts out from Gaius. The table goes flipping into Trimped, who goes barreling back into you, knocking you down to the floor. But what's probably worse is that the um, as the table does explode up, there is a massive explosion of silvery energy that just ricochets through the room. And all of you go blind. What? It is that bright. The entire room is filled with this silvery white light. And then you start seeing things. You can't see anyone else, but there are images and glimpses of yourselves. Orin, you see Gaius, and you know it's Gaius because you're stood in his position and you are Gaius, but you're young and you're at a party and everyone's celebrating and you've just finished singing and your mother's there and she's like, you see that? He's cast a spell on all of us. He's making a great, he's, there's a making a greatness in you, my beautiful boy. Oh, he's, oh. Guys, mom is shit. That is 100% canon. Cher is totally yeah. an elf. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she definitely she is. She definitely so is. is. Gwendolyn, as you're stood there, what you see is you're actually kneeling with four other robed figures. And you're looking around, and you know that you're in Kidu. And you know that you're at the foot of the bed of the king, who has just woken up, very panicked that you're in his room. <gasps> Gaius, you're sat quite happily on a canal. Uh, you're just dipping your toes into the water, your little gnomish toes. Uh, you've got an unopened letter on your lap. You know that it's from Ginger because of the way she's curled the J for Juna. You know that, you know, it's quite a nice letter. So you're not rushing to read it, but it's quite nice to have just on your lap. Enkidu, you are kicking the shit out of a wooden chest. You are very angry. <laughs> Your skirts are riding up, but you don't give a shit. You're just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, and you turn around, and your your father is stood there. Gwendolyn's father, you know. He's leaning against a door frame of his workshop, and he just says very calmly, he just says, you know, there are other ways of opening that. <laughs> uh, and Juna, you find yourself running along icy rooftops. From, from your hands, from the way you, you know that you're... This is Orin. And you are desperate to get away. You're being chased. Uh, and you, you leap from rooftop to rooftop. And then suddenly, out of the side, one of your pursuers barges into you. And you go flying off of the roof. For a brief moment, falling feels like flying anyway. And as you are falling backwards, all of you just come back to the room. But it's different. Everything is shifting slightly. You watch as the arcane energy from this table is just pulsing out. And as you watch, Lady Vondell is stood there. She's fine. Huh? And then she's dead again. Huh. Trimped is on the other side of the room. And the table is back where it is. And then suddenly, they're back on the floor again. And then Kral is there. <gasps> and then he's not there. And then he is there. And then he's not. So in initiative order, Oren, it's your turn. Can you roll a d12, please? What? Nine? A nine. You can't remember when or how, but you know that you were grievously wounded in this fight. You're on one hit point. What are you doing? You can feel yourself bleeding out. You're damaged. Oh, uh, have I still got my spell slots, etc.? Yep, all of that's the same. One hit point. Uh, so, uh, uh, reaching into my pouch to try and hang on to my last bit of life, 
that I've got spending my final spell slot, I'm going to pull out my bees and put them on myself to try and stabilize myself. Mm -hmm. Does it work? Yeah. I get nine points of health. Nine. Cool. Uh, Are you doing anything else with your turn? What can I see around me? So at the moment, it's almost back to everything as it was for you. Lady Vondell is, is burning on the floor. Trimped has just been blown across the room. The table next to him is still pulsing out with energy. The table's still pulsing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my dragon, is it still there? The dragon's still there. Can my dragon get to within 15 foot of the table? Yeah, just. just. Yeah, if it moves toward Lady Vondel's body, then it's at a nice diagonal. Could it get the table in a 15 foot cone or would it get other people as well? It would also get Juna. Okay, it's just going to move towards the table. Yeah, so it's edging its way over. At the end of your turn, you realise even though that the bees are working away on you, you weren't at one hit point at all. Like, you weren't that damaged. You were absolutely fine. Ah. You're back to you were as if you hadn't been wounded. Ah. I'll still let you keep the healing. Essentially add that to whatever your hit points were beforehand. I was fully healed. <laughs> I was fine. Cool. Next, it is Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn, it's your turn. Can you roll a d12, please? God. Eight. Kral is stood over Orin's body and Orin is dead on the floor. Oh my god. Oh my god. I am throwing my spear at Kral. Cool, make an attack roll. I've just got a feeling it's going to land on me. Nine points. So it doesn't hit. It's not points. <laughs> Nine, Nine points of hit. No, it doesn't hit. <laughs> <laughs> Nine points of hit damage. And all of them miss. <laughs> I don't understand time word. Yeah, so uh, the spear goes across the room and Kral just smiles at you in that thin little smile that he has, steps to one side and it implants itself in the bookshelf behind him. Are you doing anything else? I'm running towards him and I'm roundhouse kicking him. Make an attack roll. That's 18 to hit. 18 hits, yes. Six points of damage. Six points, yeah, so you do collide with him as you're running over and he just says, ah... I'm gonna have to kill you properly, Gwen. It's Gwendolyn, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Enkidu, it's your turn. Roll a d12, please. It's a five. A five. Kral was never by Orin. Orin is stood up. He's fine. He's not dead. Kral is over by the divination table, which is back where it was, back on his plinth. Uh, And he's just slightly adjusting it. It's your turn. I run over to him, and as I'm running, I pull out the scimitar as well. So I've got two blades in my hands. Scimitar. Amazing. (laughs) And I'm taking two swipes, first with the longsword. Mm-hmm. So that's a 22 to hit. 22 hits. That is nine points of slashing magical damage. Oh, amazing. So, yeah, you slice up and he sort of stumbles back away from the table. And then with your offhand weapon? Um, yeah, the scimitar, it's a straight roll. That is a 19 to hit. Ooh. Also hits, yeah. And that is five points of slashing damage. Another five points. Yes, lad. Yeah, so where he stumbled, you managed to, like, yeah, swipe up with the, your other sword. It is Juna's turn. Juna, can you roll a d12, please? Two. As you uh, stand up, even though you are absolutely certain that Gaius had just cast a thunder wave behind the table, you stand up and he is not stood there at all. He's on the other side of the room, and Gwendolyn is stood where he was. And in your head, you're like, oh, right, yeah, because Gwendolyn ran over and flipped the table. That's what happened this time, right? What are you doing? Let me get this straight. Guy flips the table. Shit gets weird. Yep. I see Orin's past. And then suddenly Mm. it's Gwen who's flipped the table. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what's happened. Yeah. You're not sure necessarily which now you're you're witnessing. And having a look at the room, you you convince yourself that like, oh, yeah, Gwendolyn had run over and flipped the table. Where is the table? It is on the floor next to Trim. I think I'm going to go for the table. Uh, Yeah, it's still like letting out this like pulse of energy. So you step round Trimped, 
who's unconscious on the floor. Make an attack roll. I don't have... Or whatever it is you want to do. To I... Are we back in cantrip world? <laughs> We're very much in cantrip land. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna just go for it with her quarter staff, I think. Like, just try and, like, stab the table. Yeah, make an attack roll. So, that is a six, but... She's going to look inside her mind's eye and remember back to her sort of training as a kid. And I've just realised today that she's favoured of the gods, which I've never used. So I can add 2d4 to that total to see if that hits. Mm. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. it's cool. Give it a go. See how that goes. Very low roll, so it might not make a difference. Eight. Is <laughs> <laughs> that two ones? Mm, highly favoured. Oh yeah, highly favoured. Um, so interestingly, as you sort of slam down uh, your staff onto the table, um, it almost triggers another explosion of light, just in your face, and you find that you're not in that room at all. You find yourself stood in front of a red tiefling woman. You look down, and yep, you're definitely in, in Kidu currently. And you look over at another charming young man next to you, mm-hmm. and you get the impression that you have trespassed into this this woman's business, but that she's quite impressed with that. And then you're back in the room. Have you got a bonus action? No. So that did no good to the helping to destroy the table at all? No, it just okay. triggered something else. But you learned about Enkidu. <laughs> <laughs> it is... Gaius's turn. Can you roll a d12, please? Rolling. Rolling. This is amazing, by the way. Mm. Yeah. This is, this David, is, once again, you're awesome. a genius. Yeah. 12. 12. As you find yourself on the other side of the room. And again, you're not entirely sure. You're like, I thought I'd. Okay, maybe I didn't flip the table. You remember coming over and maybe trying to hit Kral instead? You find everything in the room is moving just fast for you. And you are moving very slowly. So you're essentially under the effect of the slow spell. Okay. Oh. So uh, for the slow spell, your speed is halved. You take a minus two penalty to your armor and dexterity saves, and you can't use reactions. You can either use an action or a bonus action, but not both. Am I within 15 feet of the table? No. So you can move to within 15 feet of it, but it is 20 feet away from you. In that case, then, I am going to... Who's the closest to the table? It seems it's Juna and Gwen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, what I'm going to do then is I'll slowly go towards the uh, table, thinking I could go faster than I actually am doing. And I can see that Gwen and Juna are, you know, just standing there breathing. But for me, it feels like they're, like, you know, vibrating within my vision. And I will just try my best to, like, strum as fast as I can. My arm feels tired, but I'm just literally just literally playing, like, one string at a time. It's like a blink, blink, blink. But my intent is that I'm bardically inspiring Gwen. Yeah. All I can hear is blink, blink, blink. <laughs> oh, does it work though? Are you even on the same timeline for it to work? I don't no, know. it's all right, Gwendolyn. You still get the inspiration. Oh, yes. Yeah. Stop trying to take my bardic inspiration away. Stop helping the DM who's siding one. Yes. In which case, it is Orin's turn. Orin, you are not dead. You are not hurt. You're very confused as to the current state of your being. Can you roll a d12, please? Uh, nine. A nine? 
No, you are hurt. You're back down to one hit point. You know that. You know that you were hurt. Even though you've tried healing yourself, you were certain that somebody stabbed you in the gut. So you're on one hit point again. Oh, I'm unable to heal myself any further. I'm next to my dragon, is that right? You're next to your dragon. Lady Vondel's body is there. Kral is stood up um, on the plinth, but the table is keeps darting between where he's where's, stood where's and over... Where's the table at the moment? It's over on the floor where it exploded. And it looks physical again. It looks like it's... Yeah, it looks broken, but um, it is pulsing out this this energy. Not broken enough. Question, would I be able to pick up my dragon? <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's small? <laughs> um, you'd then move at half speed, but yeah. So if I picked up my dragon, moved 15 feet, put it down, mm-hmm. would it then be able to get within blasting range of the table? Yes. If I sort of moved? I can yeah, see okay, let's do, do that. So, sort of so like... I'll, I'll, use, I'll use my action to sort of pick up, limping over, trying not to bleed out thinking I'm about to plonk over Mm -hmm. and then pop the dragon down on the floor and send it towards the table with what I think might be one of my last actions on this earth and get it to blast towards the table please yeah so yeah it would catch Trimp's body but uh, all of your allies are safe at least bonus Uh, (laughs) (laughs) sorry Trimp's body oh man but he's only unconscious at the moment is he yeah he's only unconscious he's not dead Oh. oh You don't know that. You don't know that. June is the only one that knows that. Yeah, fine. So as far as I know, there's a dead body on the floor. Yeah. Cool. 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 It's not cool, but yeah. So um, again, Last the body time. and the table would fail any dexterity saving throws. So so the body and the table will both take eight points of fire damage, please. Eight points of fire damage. Amazing. You can see Trimp's body start catches on fire. So does the table. And the pulsing stops, but the shifting doesn't. And Kral turns his attention to you, Orin. And you are not at one hit point. You're back at full hit points. And it is Gwen's turn. A ten. Ten. Even though for a brief moment you thought you were attacking Kral, and then you were certain that you were flipping the table, now you're not sure if either of those things happened because you are stood at the other end of the room. And you're like, oh, right, I came around this way to help Juna. Maybe. What are you doing? Uh, what else can I see? Like, is, is anything else seem particularly different? Not currently, no. You've just seen Orin's little dragon thing blast fire at Trimp's body and the table, and the table is now on fire and it's stopping the pulsing, but... I threw my spear at Kral. Is my spear still, like, in Kral, or do I have my spear back? So the spear is in the bookshelf at the moment. Bookshelf? Mm. The one on the opposite side of the room to me? The opposite side of the room, yeah. Okay, uh, I I think that's too far away. I think I'm going to go to the table and I'm... But as I'm going, I'm running up onto the the desk in the room so that I can Mm -hmm. take a a jump going off the desk and try and smash down on the table and just hope that me, like, going through it is going to... Do something. First up, make an acrobatics check. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Just to see how slick that is. That is 17. Oh, yeah. So it's, ac- it's actually very slick. Fuck yeah. You jump on t- up onto this table, rush across it, fly through the air, make your attack roll. Come on. I've got really nice Victorian buttoned boots and they've got heavy heels. <laughs> and that's a natural one. No! Oh. Oh. So you do collide with the table. You go crashing into it you're going to take one point of piercing damage oh as the wood God. crumbles beneath health. you oh yeah she only has two hit points and like a shard of it just like jabs into you and you like fall prone on the floor essentially but the table as you're stood in the wreckage of it the table is broken the shifting is like I say still kind of happening 
and you look over to Crowl, and you can see that the, the shifting, pulsing energy is slightly coming from him now. Ah, uh, I shout, get Crowl! It is Enkidu's turn. Roll a d12. That's an eight. Eight does not hit, unfortunately. Wait. Oh, no, oh. sorry. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Say that again. Uh, what? <laughs> That's an eight. All right, eight. Uh... Time is so confusing. No. Kralavin appears behind you, uh, and Gaius is dead at his feet. <gasps> you remember rushing over because he's just cast some spell on Gaius, and there was a horrible expression on his face, and then your friend dropped. And so you were rushing over to help him, maybe? I guess, maybe. I'm confused, but I, I know how important it is that Crow is gone and dealt with. And I let out this primal roar seeing that Gaius is dead in front of me and I couldn't help him. And I will Hexblade curse Crow. Amazing. And then still take two swipes at him with my swords. First with the longsword. It's a seven to hit. It does not hit, unfortunately. As you sort of stumble over the bodies of Gaius and Lady Vondell to get to Crowl, you just swing wide. Gosh. Second one. That's just as bad as an eight. Eight. No. And again, he's sort of expecting this attack from you. He's got quite a sly smile and he's, he just goes, Enkidu, we've been through this. If you just let your, 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 your nasty friend out, this would be fine. It is then his turn. He is going to roll a d12. And he and Gwendolyn are in different places. Gaius, for a brief moment, you thought you were dead. <laughs> and you, you're not dead because Gwendolyn and Enkidu are stood right there with you. You're like, it's fine. Ah, oh, I had a horrible dream. Juna, however, Kral appears in front of you. Oh, it's still here. <laughs> <laughs> and he just leans down slightly. He goes, I'm just going to fix this guy. Don't mind me. <gasps> oh, no. Starts muttering a few words and trimped half on fire, just climbs up. Oh my god. And faces you down, Gina. Oh my gosh. It is now Trimp's turn. Oh, <laughs> I wonder so what Trimp is, is going to do. It's going to make a swing at you, Gina. However, he, being a zombified Trimp, <laughs> does not hit you. So he lumbers his sword up, swings it with a very loose arm, but you just like to take a quick step back. It is your turn, Gina. Trimp or Ralph. I am going to go for Crow because he's mm. the bigger dick. Do I have to roll a d12, sorry? Uh, yes, roll a d12. Please. 11. 11. Everything around you suddenly starts moving really slowly. Oh. Really slowly. Mm-hmm. And you feel really energetic and really fast. I, Vicky, can't really tap into that feeling. Could you describe what it means to have quite good energy? (laughs) So essentially, you're under the effect of the haste spell, Mm -hmm. which means that your speed is doubled, you gain plus two to your armour, you have advantage on your dex (gasps) saves, and you get to take an extra action. Fuck yeah! You can't cast a spell with it, but you can dash, disengage, hide, use an object, or make one weapon attack. Cool. Uh, so essentially, you, you've got uh, two actions and a bonus action to use. I'm going to whack a mole crowd with my cautious stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Amazing. Yeah, make an attack. Because she's super energy. She just sort of grabs her staff with both of her hands, kind of shakes it above her head. And normally she does stuff with the like bottom end. But this time she's going to almost like turn it the other way. Go boom, boom, boom on crowd. I'm sort of picturing Sam people from A New Hope. <laughs> 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 yeah, I will yeah, talk yeah. that. Yeah, make a make your attack roll. It's 
So the first one is 16. 16 hits. Nine damage. Bludgeoning. Nine Nice. Yeah. And Crowl looks at you. Uh, he's like, like the first whack on his head. He's like, Junior, <laughs> this is not how things are supposed to go if it's going right. Come on. Oh, no. You can make another attack. Oh, can gosh. I just for flavour look and because I'm moving mm. with haste, just say now I know what you were talking about that time when you said that in other times I attack you and I'm bloody glad I am. And then, oh. <laughs> then she yes, swings yeah. for him and completely misses because she's distracted by the witty banter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming a six doesn't hit. <laughs> six does not hit, unfortunately. No. no, no, no. Yeah, do you have a bonus action? I, I don't. Can I just? try and punch him <laughs> with your offhand attack yeah i'll say that you can um there'll be nothing added to it beyond the the roll and it'll only be a one hit point but cool seven, <laughs> seven no. all riled up you're like you start swinging your stick and then you're just like lashing out and it's like you've taken some energy drink that you're like <laughs> gaius it's your turn can you roll a d12 please d12 roll it's a one. Enkidu is not there. <gasps> you don't ever remember Enkidu joining you. <gasps> ever? Ever. I don't even know he exists. What happens if it pauses you don't know. while this no. is Well, you do know. You know that you're like, I thought, but then you have a very clear memory of just meeting Juna and Orin in the knocking point. Oh. You've got like two sets of memories. The entire set with Enkidu being involved in everything and the entire set where it was just the four of you. Guy puts his head in his hand, looks up, sees Kral and just sword in hand instead whips out his knife with his other hand and jabs at his face amazing wait at Kral's face at Kral's face (laughs) 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 so yeah you rush over Um, make make your attacks make my attack that's gonna be an 18 18 hits yeah 7 points of damage 7 points of damage as like especially he's having he's having witty banter with Juno. <laughs> <laughs> he's not expecting you to suddenly dart around and attack you. Are you gonna make an offhand attack as well with your dagger, is that right? No, I was attacking with the dagger. My apologies. Rather than the sword. I've just got the sword in hand. I'm not very good with the sword. He's sort of <laughs> carrying it around like a really heavy glove. But he's just like swinging with his dagger. So yeah, you do manage to get Kral across the cheek. And he is clearly hurt. There is it's weird, like as like his skin sort of falls back, it is almost necrotic and like putrefied underneath and he, he like frowns and, and glares at you guys it is Orin's turn okay roll a d12 yeah roll a d12 10 10 you find yourself at the other end of the room <laughs> you're fairly certain for this entire fight you've just stood back and sent your dragon around yeah that seems like a good idea <laughs> yeah safer back here. so taking cue from what he knows he's been doing the whole fight he's going to send the dragon a little bit further up the room so it can line up the undead trimps and kraal and fire towards them. Deck saves, please. Deck saves, deck saves. So it is a natural 20 from Kral. Who, of course, as the the dragon's moving over, he just takes a very slow step backwards to avoid most of the damage. But, of course, leaves zombie trimped in the way. (laughs) So, well, so Kral takes two damage and zombie trimped takes four. Kral is not looking that healthy, though. Even though, like, with this bit of fire, like, the rest of his flesh is starting to, like, ash away. So, seeing that, and taking up my position where I can, can I, have I got a reasonably clear shot at Kral from where I am? It's quite crowded. You've got Gwendolyn and Juna in the way, and zombie trimped a little bit. Can I squidge up a little bit to give myself yeah. a clearer shot? Yeah, you could definitely. Get out there and find myself somewhere where I can aim a shot down, mm-hmm. and find my welding torch of fireballs here going cool yeah it's good good idea stay back stay out of the main bit of the fight yeah go and be up close make an attack roll 
Yeah, that's terrible. 11. 11 does not hit, unfortunately. You managed to catch the rest of that dragon that you hit earlier. The dragon oh. statue thing. Okay, good. <laughs> Just in case it comes to light. It is Gwendolyn's turn. That's a 7 on my uh, D12. Kral has stood behind Enkidu, who has reappeared. But Kral has got his hand on Enkidu's shoulder and is casting Inflict Wounds mm. on the poor boy. So, let's make a quick attack roll. 17. Does that hit you, Enkidu? Oh, can I cast Shield as a reaction? You can, yeah. Cool, so that's a plus 5 to my AC, bringing it to 19. Oh, very nice. In which case, as you feel this necrotic energy start seeping through his touch, you just turn Shield up, and for a brief moment, you think you can see Cal just stepping in, oh. just to protect you. Oh. And there's like this image of him, hulking half-orc guy, just briefly bursting out of you, and then Gwendolyn, what are you doing? Okay, I am going to throw a dart into Crowell's face. Amazing. I'm not going to throw a dart. It misses and it joins my spear in the bookcase, but I am going to spend... Oh, I've got Bardic Inspiration. That's not going to make a difference, though, to a two. (laughs) So they're both in the bookcase. And so Gwendolyn runs round to be close next to Kral and she is going to instead use her fists and um, she's going to spend a key point to use Flurry of Blow so she gets two hits of him and she's going to go round with one fist. Uh, she's going to jab into his jaw and then she's going to hook under into his stomach with a second fist. Amazing, make your attack rolls. Maybe. She's maybe going to do natural 20. Natural 20 for the first, which... Oh, wait a minute. If I crit on an attack, then that means I get more damage, right? From being an orc, savage attacker. Being a half orc. Yes, I do. Yeah, on critical hit with a melee weapon attack. I'm going to say this counts. Because for a monk, at least, I feel like your fists are your melee weapons. So after doubling my dice as usual, I can roll another weapon damage dice to add to the total. So basically I'm doing three damage three damage dice one doubled and then another one okay so my doubled one is eight and then six on top of that so that is 14 so 14 damage and I've still got my second hit to the stomach go 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 which is an 18 Uh, well it's 18 plus Ah. 5 so it's 23 my natural 20 was plus 5 by the way guys (laughs) just so you know um (laughs) And that is Why? Awesome. <laughs> Sorry, I'm excited. Do you want inspiration? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'll save it just in case. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, that is seven points of damage. Amazing. To be honest, the first hit is so perfectly placed <laughs> that he goes stumbling back and collapses onto the floor so that the second one, as you like, lean up over him and like, just whack him in the face, his head like cracks backward into the stone. And he's just sort of like breathing quite heavily, just there on the floor for a brief moment. Is there any other way that you'd like to help him die? Your fixing (laughs) days are over, and she slowly pushes her boot into his face. There's uh, the briefest of like... (laughs) Maybe next time then. You just feel your boot crunch into his head. And the moment it has, like, everything in the room calms down. Trimped suddenly, zombie trimped collapses where he stood. The feeling of of everything shifting slightly stops. All those vibrations throughout the room just relax. And as you remove your boot, you watch as Kralavin's body just starts crumbling away until 
His skin goes limp until there's, there's nothing left beyond cloth over bone uh, and a pile of gloop. Gwen sinks to the floor because she's fucking exhausted and only has one hit point. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> And that's where we'll end tonight's oh, episode. Wow. <laughs> we killed it. We somehow killed it. Oh, and God. everyone did else. It, guys. Oh, everyone you else. murdered everyone. Everyone's oh, dead. We killed everyone. We're really everyone. terrible people. Jazana and Oskin are fine. They're hiding no, in the kitchen. They're, they're on my hit list next. <laughs> <laughs> you have been listening to David Knight as your dungeon master. Ben Galpin as Orin. Chris Watts as Gaius. Daryl Bailey as Enkidu. Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn. And Vicky Gaskin as Juna. Original music by David Knight. Please tell your friends, subscribe, and follow us on all the social media. Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now. Anon! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.